This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Final segment here of the Husker Online show, Sean Callahan and Nate Klaus talking recruiting. And Nate, it's been a slow climb, but Nebraska now up to nine commits over the last week. They picked up two, um, and most notably, 500-mile radius linebacker Seth Malcolm, um, who you could really argue is an in-state kid. I mean, a lot of people that live in his town work in Nebraska. His dad actually is an Omaha firefighter. Yeah. So you, you almost look at this as getting an in-state guy and Seth Malcolm, um, but had a lot of regional Power 5 offers. He commits to Nebraska on Saturday. Um, and, you know, I, I just think the perception of this is big because Nebraska put a lot of effort into Seth, and to close out with him was big. Yeah, it was big. You know, Nebraska – they need three inside linebackers in this recruiting class, and and Seth Malcolm has has taken that third spot. And he's a guy that they targeted very very early on in the process. They offered him after his sophomore year, um, you know, in in which is fairly significant considering he's from a small town. He's from an eight man school, and and um, you know he's like I think you and I were were trying to figure out when the last time Nebraska received a commit from an eight man guy Andrew Shanley yeah sent from St Ed's um, you know back in the 2002 class and so uh, it's been a very long time since Nebraska gave a full ride scholarship to to an eight man player but um, he certainly fits the mold of what Barrett Rude likes he he's six three two hundred pounds he's got a great frame he he runs very very well. Uh, he's physical, you know. He he can he can come downhill and and fill a gap in in the box against a run, and he can cover a tight end down the field twenty yards in pass coverage and, and pick off a pass. I mean, he's he's very very versatile player, and so um, you know, and he he's a very intelligent kid. He's he's one of those guys that you're never going to have to worry about uh, if he's doing the right thing on or, on or off the field. Uh, he's kind of a self motivated guy and. And, uh, you know, comes from a very athletic family. So uh, I think it was a good pickup. And, and like you said, it, 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 I consider him pretty much an in-state guy. And so just like Randolph Kapai, you know, those players in, in South, uh, South Dakota, especially in the Sioux Falls areas, area, I, I think you have to consider those guys um, in-state players. And then, you know, Council Bluffs and, and Tabor, Iowa, you know, are right, basically right across the river too. So you have to consider those guys in-state players. And, Nate, with – not being able to have out-of-state guys really come to Lincoln and experience much, it's never been more important to win locally because these are the guys that have probably experienced your program. And now for Nebraska, you've got some names still out on the board like A.J. Rollins, Thomas Fedoni in Council Bluffs, um, T.J. Bowlers in Kiffin, Amana, Iowa. Um, so as you start to zone forward or look ahead – um, you know, and, and kind of look at some key regional guys. I mean, how do you like Nebraska's chances of some of the other regional names that they've at least been able to have on campus? Yeah, you know, I, I like their chances with uh, with the majority of those players. So I, even Bowlers right now, what's your thoughts? Well, yeah, I think Bowlers is probably the outlier out of the players that you mentioned. I think that he's a Wisconsin lean, and he's been hinting at making a decision here pretty soon. So I'm not sure exactly when that's going to happen. I know that Initially, he had planned on taking all of his official visits, but he had also planned on having all those officials done by the end of June. And so, uh, obviously, the the schedule has changed. Uh, the recruiting calendar has has uh, changed drastically, and that's not going to happen. And so, um, you know, I, I think the the last school that he was able to visit was Wisconsin. He had a terrific time there, and um, I, I think it's pretty much 
you know, pretty well known that the, the Badgers hold the edge, but Nebraska is also very much in the mix there. And, and, you know, one of his good friends and workout partners and, and fishing buddies is Henry Latovsky, who's Nebraska's offensive line commit or one of Nebraska's offensive line commits. And so um, there's a connection there. Eric Chenander has done a great job of recruiting bowlers and, and um, you know, there's a lot of other connections as well. So Nebraska is not out of it by any means, but I do think the Badgers have the, the edge there. But with A.J. Rollins, I think he's a Nebraska lean. Uh, Thomas Fedoni, I still think Nebraska is, is probably the team to beat, although it's going to be maybe a lot more difficult now than it may than it would have been three or four months ago um you know and, and he's another one who I, I think is going to wait to take visits before he's making a, his his ultimate decision but uh I, I really do like Nebraska's chances he grew up a Husker fan I mean I know I know there's a lot of people in his family that are very very um big big Nebraska fans and and the Huskers have made him a very big priority from basically from day one so um that'll be interesting the, to, to kind of see you know how, how that goes but you know I, I like their chances with with both those guys there, and there's a couple others you know Eric Olson is another tight end from Colorado that has visited in the past um, you know kind of within the 500 mile radius and uh, you know his, his mother is actually from Binkelman Nebraska she went to the to University of Nebraska graduated uh, and he has a lot of family in Omaha and so he's another one that just kind of cut his list down and has Nebraska in his top six and so then I think the Huskers are sitting all right there with him too. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show as, as we talk recruiting here uh, with Nate Klaus and Nate people are always like why do you guys talk so much about local guys and push for that well, I think this past week, the situation with Henry Gray is a perfect example of why local guys are important to have in your program because they're closer to home. They have their support systems closer to them. And when you rely so heavily, say, on trying to go to Florida or California or far, far away places, there's just more chances for things to go wrong. And we saw it with Henry Gray. There could be, who knows, another situation or two down the road with other guys. Um, but you know, there's just so many outside factors that are out of your control when you recruit guys from far away, where I think the odds and the numbers show if you can land your best local guys, you can at least build the base of your program with them and then complement them with the really good out-of-state guys. Yeah, I think that's why you always want to see at least half of your recruiting class come from, you know, between in-state players and, and players that are within driving distance of, of Lincoln. And so, um, because it does kind of create a, a nice solid foundation for each recruiting class, a good base, if you will. And, um, you know, when you're talking about a kid who's from Miami or from L.A. or, or Houston or, or New York or wherever, I mean, there's always there's a lot more variables that are in play, whether that's, um, you know, the health of family members or. Um, or just being homesick or, or you know, not, not feeling like you're acclimating in, uh, in, into Lincoln uh, the way you thought you would or whatever. I, there's just – there's always a number of factors. And this year you didn't have spring practice. You didn't really have exactly. a spring game. I mean, Nebraska, like for a guy like Henry Gray, let's say he has a great spring and 70,000-some people show up to the red-white game and he looks good and he's interviewed by the press and he feels really good about his, his freshman year going into it. He probably doesn't leave. Yeah. Um, so, you know, coronavirus obviously played a factor in some of that as well because Nebraska barely had an opportunity to, you know, 
show Henry Gray why he picked Nebraska. The, they had two months, and it was the winter, yeah. and then two spring Arguably practices. the worst two months that you can, <laughs> that you come, can live in Lincoln. Come to Lincoln, yeah. I mean, Especially I, I, if you're a kid from Miami. I feel like lately December's haven't been bad. It's like no. G- it's January, February yeah. that are just awful, and even early Marches have been pretty bad lately in the mm-hmm. state. So uh, it's unfortunate to see a guy like Henry Gray leave, but, yeah, I think it just really, to me, emphasizes – how important that local area is um, for all recruiting classes. Yeah, no doubt. And, and, and you mentioned the coronavirus. I mean, that I, I do think that played a large role in it. And, and if there are any other defections or, or you know, uh, guys that transfer early, I think that you might be able to trace it back to a little bit of that as well. I mean, these guys spent a couple of months on campus and then went home and, and got the, got used to being at home again. And, and, you know, Maybe didn't want to go back, or or maybe some of their family members became sick, and and they felt like they needed to be closer to home. You know, I know Henry Gray had kind of mentioned that that he felt like he needed to be closer to home, and um, you know, and the proof is kind of in the pudding there. He transferred to to FIU there, just right down the road from his house. So, um, you know, that that seemed to to at least match up with what he was saying. But uh, there's no there's no question you want to build your base with with guys that are, you know, from the area. And and it always starts in state. And, and you know, unfortunately for Nebraska, that's not been like shooting fish in a barrel, getting these in-state guys lately. It's been that's it's been just as hard, you know, recruiting some of these guys and is going to continue to be very hard recruiting some of these guys, um, you know, to, to, to keep those players at home. And do you think 2021 is good? 2022, there's more four stars um, than we've ever seen in the state um, in a long, long time. Um, so uh, no doubt questions, challenges ahead as Nebraska has made three 2022 offers in the state, all three to four-star prospects. Make sure you stay on Husker Online as we will keep you up to date on the latest. Also take advantage of a, a great promo we're offering right now. You can get a membership for $49.99, which is half off. And if you enter the pr- uh, promo code um, annual2020, you will receive a forty-nine fifty gift card to use in the Rivals Fan Shop. It's the best offer we'll ever have on Rivals, so make sure you take advantage of it. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.